From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily's extra-sponsored content. This is a segment that will pop in your feed from time to time, and it will be labeled sponsored in the show notes and have an orange logo. Our executive team picks companies that match what we're trying to do in the space and allows them to sponsor an episode. These episodes are meant for educational and informational content, not to shill. I will ask hard and or informative questions and see how they hold up. While we're very choosy who can come on the show for a sponsored episode, this doesn't mean we endorse their product or service. As always, any feedback is always welcome. Email me at matthewaron at decrypt.co. Today on the show, we have head of tax at Coinly, Tony Danjal. And we're going to talk about crypto taxes in the United Kingdom, a crypto tax UK 101. Enjoy. Tony Danjal. Head of Tax at Coinly. Thanks for coming on the show, sir. You're more than welcome, Matthew, and thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Look, I have a very big UK audience. And you know what? Being an American, I always do things like American-centric, directed for the UK. My UK listeners are sometimes just tuning out because, you know what? Uh, It doesn't apply to them, especially when it comes to crypto taxes. Actually, I don't know what applies and what doesn't. I don't know how similar it is. So today we're going to talk about UK taxes, paying your taxes in the UK your crypto taxes, your capital gain taxes, your income taxes for individual and business. First, I'm gonna, I have a very basic question. When do you pay your taxes in the UK? Here in the UK, the actual tax year slightly differs. I say slightly, actually differs from in the US where you uh, your tax year is from the 1st of January to the end of December. So a nice neat calendar year. For us, it's a little bit more convoluted. Um, the tax year starts on the 6th of April and it ends on the 5th of April. So the current tax year that we're in, which is the 21-22 tax year, it's due to end in, what, it's around about 11 days from now. So that is the end of the tax year. Thereafter, as an individual, you have 10 months to actually get your returns filed and paid. So the 31st of January is the typical deadline, although be it in previous years, there's been extension for COVID, which is unlikely to happen now in the future. Oh, wow. That is to- totally different. I didn't know that it was from, uh, and I can understand why we're doing the podcast now. If For me, looking at this from an American-centric point of view, I'm like, y'all are a little bit late with this. And, like, people are going to have to be rushing for the taxes, but you you're right on time. And especially with that 10 month uh, period to prepare everything, it seems pretty uh, reasonable, honestly. So tell me about crypto taxes in the UK. How do they differ from America? Look, we have honestly, there's capital gain taxes uh, under one year, short term capital gains. We pay it like income after a year. It's long term capital gains. We have a progressive sliding scale from 0% to 20% uh, tax on that long term capital gains. Can you tell me how those taxes work in the UK? Sure thing. Yeah. I mean, in principle, there are a lot of similarities uh, between taxes for crypto in the US uh, pertaining to individuals and here in the UK as well. I mean, if you look at taxes in general, the the key tax that most individuals are going to be liable to pay uh, is going to be capital gains tax. Um, And that is obviously based on investors who buy, hodl and sell. Same in the US. I think some key differences are around the short term and the long term. So in the US, you've got um, short term crypto taxes or capital gains taxes, and then you've got preferential rates for the long term. Here in the UK, there is no such distinction at all. It is basically capital gains tax. And the the rates are not too dissimilar in in a sense. So if you're a basic rate taxpayer here in the UK, you'll pay 10% 
on your capital gains. That is assuming you've made a profit on your trades. Um, obviously, the reverse of a loss is a different matter. And then if you're a higher rate tax pay, which is 20%, and again, that's fairly aligned with the US for the preferential rates, which go from zero to 20% as well. But again, in terms of what triggers um, a capital gains tax, it's pretty much the same in the US as it is here in the US, uh, in the UK. And that is if you sell your crypto for fiat currency, whether it's US dollars, euros, Great British pounds, whether you exchange one non-identifiable crypto to another, whether you buy goods and services or whether you gift. The nuances are just around the thresholds and the rates. Obviously, with the US, you'll have different aggregated thresholds. And in the UK, we have different levels of thresholds as well. So I would say they're the key distinctions. And so what are those thresholds? Um, and th- that's a big thing when it comes to calculating your tax in the US. I mean, obviously, we want to hold you know more than a year because we don't have to you know, roll it into our income. But we also maybe want to space out cashing out some of our gains because of you know those different triggering effects from 15% to 20%. The extra 5% could be quite a bit of money and you have 10 to 20%. What is those thresholds? Absolutely. So in the UK here, the great thing is each UK tax resident or individual will get a capital gains tax allowance. And that's currently 12,300 Great British pounds per year. So even if you make gains um, on an aggregate level, you know, up to that threshold, well, you're not going to actually pay any capital gains tax, whether you hold it for a year, two years or three years. And you get that annual that allowance annually. Um, the actual threshold thereafter, if you exceed that, then you end up paying 10% on any gains up to an amount of £50,270 as things currently stand in the current tax year. Obviously, these thresholds are revised every year, but that's generally the case. If you go above that threshold, and this is your aggregated income, people have got to be aware that you can't just look at crypto when it comes to taxes in isolation when you're paying your overall tax bill. What you're going to chuck in the pot is what other sources of income you have. You could have capital gains from property or shares and securities, and it's all going to be added together to actually then layer up. And then if you exceed that 50,270 threshold, your crypto, if you are an investor, will end up being taxed at 20%. In the US, it's a rather pain in the butt to try to figure out your crypto taxes, to be honest with you. Uh, So, you know, there's different software out there where you can either download uh, CSVs from different exchanges or get their APIs, read-only APIs put into the software, or just log in to uh, the software or the exchange and it, you guys have partnerships with you know different exchanges around the world. Um, is is that what Coinly does? Absolutely, and that's the the, the premise of Coinly is to really help users, especially crypto investors, to seamlessly be able to connect with various exchanges and wallets. Over three hundred and seventy exchanges and even more wallets are actually um, connectable with Coinly, so it seamlessly flows through into the software, so people get the right information, the right numbers, and report in order to file their taxes. Um, There are connections through APIs, there's a lot of those, and if obviously those connections aren't available, don't work, then there is the option of the CSV download from an exchange or wallet and then an upload into the software. And how much responsibility is it on the 
UK resident to figure out their taxes properly? And is there any options to help them through that process? Like, and I'm again, I'm coming from American eccentric. It's like it's the responsibility and the burden is all on us. It's to figure out our cost basis. It's to figure out how much we own taxes to do it properly. And if they look at it, then if we don't do it properly, it's almost like hey, we're in trouble. Even we understand the complexity here of crypto taxes. What tools are out there besides, I mean, Coinly could be one of them, but other than that, to help people understand how to even report. Absolutely. Just to answer the first part of your question, Matthew, um, it's similar here in the UK. The responsibility, obligation and burden is on the individual. HMRC, our tax agency, make that very, very clear. Now, if you use a piece of software or you use what you guys would call a CPA and we call a chartered accountant, uh, in order to assist you, no matter what happens, the responsibility still lies with the individual. So you've obviously got to, you know, place a certain amount of trust in faith with any support that you're getting, whether it's software, whether it's an individual in that manner. So in terms of um, where can people start? Well, really, what I always say is start to get yourself a little bit of a basic education. Here at Coindy, we've got some very, very rich resources, which you can start with absolutely free. There's some blogs, some very detailed guides um, for all jurisdictions, the UK, Canada, US, in order to help people at least grasp the basics, understand when you need to file. Um, there's common myths, unfortunately, on social media there that people think that, um, you know, you don't have to actually pay taxes until you actually take the money out of your um, exchange and put it into your own personal bank account. And that's absolutely not true. A disposal event is quite different to that. So that's where I would suggest that people start. Now, if you want to, if your affairs are a bit more advanced and you want to go further than that, then it's always worthwhile engaging with a crypto tax uh, accountant or CPA. You said crypto tax accountant or CPA. Uh, what would be the difference then between a normal CPA or somebody that specializes in crypto? Yeah. So I use the word accountant and CPA interchangeably. Obviously, CPA is a, um, right. a term you guys use in North America. For us, um, we use the term chartered accountant or certified accountant. But the difference between, I guess, a crypto tax expert or a crypto tax accountant um, and maybe a generalist is a bit like if you take a doctor, you can go to your general practitioner and you can ask him, hey, you know, doctor, I've got a little bit of problem here. And they know a little bit about everything with regards to medicine. But obviously, if you want that specialist cardiac person who's going to deal with your heart, if that's where the problem is, and it's got that level of depth, that's who you need to be referred to. So that's the, the, the analogy can be the same here with accountants. You need a crypto tax expert because the depth of crypto now and the complexities that are arising, especially with NFTs, DeFi, et cetera, um, you know, it takes some training now just to get for accountants to get their head around this stuff, let alone individuals. Okay. I'm going to call this a rapid fire beat really quick because I want to know what is a taxable event over in the UK? Uh, a buy and a sell, taxable or not taxable? Taxable. NFT makes profit, you sell it for Ethereum. Taxable or not taxable? Taxable. An airdrop, you got your maybe Susie Schwab, uh, you were using it back in the day, you get 400 coins from them and it comes out of nowhere. Taxable or not taxable? Um, in this case, it may not be taxable. Oh, how so? Well, it really does depend um, with airdrops. In some cases, it's taxable to income tax. In other cases, there could be no tax on it at all. It really does depend on what you've done to actually get that airdrop. A very, very strange and gray area. Interest. You're staking on the new Ethereum 2.0, but you're not taking and cashing anything out. Taxable or not taxable? Well, the interest itself would be subject to tax because it is a form of reward. Even though you don't turn it from Ethereum to cash? You still have to pay tax on the accumulated interest sitting, say, in a wallet? 
Correct. Yes. If there's a reward involved, then it's more than likely to be subject to income tax. Even in the UK here now, um, HMRC have actually released some DeFi guidance. And there is a possibility when you stake or provide as a liquidity pool provider, you could actually be that could trigger a capital gains tax, too. Let's say you have some stable coin in a, I don't know, something like BlackFi, Celsius, Nexo, and so on and so forth. And you're earning interest on that stable coin, taxable or not taxable? It would be subject to tax. Okay, now here I want to just switch everything up because we always look at the individual, but some individuals uh, want have businesses, LLC, S corps. I don't know what they're called over here in the UK, um, but uh, over here, some businesses are looking at holding crypto on their balance sheets. Is that something that you can do as a business in the UK? Well, according to HMRC, they have certainly released guidance on that, so it's suggestive that yes, you can, and it's probably suggestive that it is actually happening here in the UK. Excellent. Does business taxes and paying taxes with the hodlings of crypto, is it any different than an individual tax? Is it the same kind of thing where it's like there are taxable events, it's still capital gains, but you're just running it as a business? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of similarities if you're an individual, if you're running it through a business. So let's just look at a typical business set up here in the UK. You guys have an LLC. In the US, we call it a limited company. The principles are pretty much the same. You'll have a profit and loss account and you'll have a balance sheet. Now, where you have to be very careful in business is, well, are you actually a sophisticated enough business where you're trading crypto, in which case it's your principal activity, or are, is it kind of incidental, like a hobbyist for your business, which you can sit on the balance sheet, no problem. You could have property on your balance sheet, you can have shares and securities. Um, so in that case, let's just look at it from a, an investment hobbyist point of view. The principles of the disposal, the trigger events, is pretty much the same. Some businesses want to take crypto. How does that work with taking crypto and taxes? Is it still like, I don't know what you have over there again. I'm coming from an American. We have sales tax. Uh, I don't know if you guys have VAT or whatever you call it. Uh, but, right. but what is the process if you were to accept crypto for your products or goods or services? Yeah, that's a very good question, Matthew. I mean, I can imagine now that's going to start happening if it's not already so. Wherefore, let's say, for example, I'm running a business uh, and I'm trading oranges. You know, I buy and sell oranges and that's my business. Now, let's say if it's VATable, i.e. sales taxable, here in the UK, the standard rate is 20%. Now, if I have to charge VAT on my oranges, then I have to add that 20% on top of it. Whether I'm actually receiving Great British pounds in return for the for the consideration, or whether I'm receiving a bit of Ethereum, it's got to be the equivalent value, including the VAT. Last question. First, I want to say thank you very much for allowing me to just ask random questions willy-nilly to you about UK taxes. I think if somebody's in the UK, uh, they probably learned a little bit of something here from this. They also know a lot of the basis, but for American listeners, we just learned a lot over here. Thank you very much. Last question is, more than welcome. what advice would you give somebody living in the UK right now that is preparing for their taxes this coming year? Yeah, I'm going to give you at least three pointers here for people. Number one is, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, just do a little bit of research and get educated. Go to an authoritative source somewhere where you can trust and rely. And again, you know, if you're stuck for choices there, go to Coinly's website and there's some excellent guides. I'm involved in actually sort of uh, proofreading these guides uh, to make sure that they're factual and accurate and in line with the guidance from HMRC. So you don't have to go to sort of the entry, but just, just understand the basics. Secondly is just get organized. I mean, this is one of the things I see, unfortunately, too often that people leave everything to the last minute. Uh, and when you leave it to the last minute, you get flustered. Um, 
you know, things invariably sort of go wrong, don't go to plan. And before you know it, you can end up having a tax bill, which you just did not expect. So surprises come out. So get organized in the year, get a piece of software. It should be part of your software ecosystem. Coinly is an option out there. It's a, a superb piece of software to help you. And thirdly, you know, if you want to do tax planning and everybody wants to mitigate and opt optimize their taxes, it's so understandable. It's human nature. Then you've got to do it in the current tax year. So for example, our tax year now is going to end on the 5th of April. There's no good try to tax plan for this year. Once the 5th of April has passed, um, it's too late. You can't make decisions and transactions. So get in there. And if you need to, um, you know, engage with a, a crypto tax accountant, uh, so albeit do it, it could be worth the money. We keep saying Coinly, Coinly, Coinly. Where can they go to Coinly? What's the web address? How would they sign up? Yep, the web address is www.coinly.io. Very, very simple and straightforward. You can sign up for free. At the end of the day, Coinly is free to use. Um, a lot of people actually just use it as a portfolio tracker to aggregate everything from different exchanges. If at the end of it, um, at the end of the tax year, you need a report, then those reports are quite inexpensive or depending on the number of transactions that you've actually carried out in the year. Sounds good. Tony Danjal, head of tax at Coinly. Thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, chatting with us. You're more than welcome, Matthew, and have a great day ahead.